What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 273 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is LJ Lowry, and I have here with me Shelly Nolan. Hello, everyone. Cody is actually not here this time due to some emergency stuff, but um, he will be back next week, and all will be well. We have a lot of shifting going on lately, but um, I think it's still going to be a good time and a, and a good mm-hmm. show. Summertime's crazy, and when emergencies come up, that just, you can't really do much about that, so. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. We have our shop. Everybody can go check out our shop for some sweet merch, geeksundergrace.com slash shop. Mm -hmm. And also, if you love our podcast, please uh, go uh, subscribe on your favorite platform and leave us a review on there as well. And uh, let us know what you think, how we can improve, what you like, any criticism, we we will take it. Super so. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that, it helps out for exposure too. So. Yeah. Alrighty. So we will get started with gaming, but first we're gonna uh, talk about what we've been playing. Uh, what have you been playing, Shelly? So uh, I haven't been playing anything super new yet, uh, but I did get back into Persona Five Strikers. So I mentioned last time <laughs> when I was t- playing Persona Five Strikers that I kind of want to plant platinum this game. Um, so I did start a New Game Plus mode before. I actually finished the game again in, the, in New Game Plus. And granted, nice. I was playing on easy because I wasn't really... There is a merciless mode, right? And you're, that's if you're kind yeah. of in it for the challenge. And and I kind of wasn't. I just wanted to platinum the, the game. So um, I played it on easy, just just grind through the whole through the whole game. Like, I just, you know, my level 99 self and <laughs> my... Just strongest persona through. in the game yeah just mowing through but it was kind of fun it was kind of satisfying to just like whoop all these bosses and just like a couple turns or a couple rounds uh i guess it's not really round if it's it's not it's an action uh game but still you know what i mean like it's just so quickly yeah. getting through this game um was pretty fun but the fact is i, I still have a platinum the game i've already beaten the game a second time uh the second time wow. and there's this one trophy that is just so so much of a bother for me um is that there's a sort of part of the game, a feature where um, you get bond experience, which is mm. sort of attributed to the original Persona 5 game because like right. having bond with your, uh, and relationships was super important. So what yeah, they did was that the they social have, links. Yeah, exactly. So they have a bond experience meter and every time you, uh, you'll get experience for various things, including like hanging out with friends or, um, destroying shadows, powerful shadows, that sort of thing. Um, and so every time you you get a little bit of experience, but then you'll level up. And every time you get a level in Bond, then you'll get a certain amount of points. And you can use those okay. points to spend on skills um, and things like that. So, like, you can make it easier for treasure shadows to show up. Or you, like, you make it the chance higher. Or you can give mm-hmm. your everybody an hp bonus or an sp bonus like max raise their your um raise the max on that you know things like that and i yeah you need to have all of them at 100 percent or at their max skill level to get this trophy oh, and wow. i am still missing quite a few i have so many <laughs> of them maxed out but it's like some of these individual skills, um, especially ones that just buff your strength or just buff your HP or SP or something like that, um, yeah, those go up to like 
20 levels and each <laughs> level is like five to 10 points, depending on how I, how high up you are. And mm. every time you level up in your experience, you get like 20 to 30 points. And so okay. those add up, like you, you, I'm like, I've played through this game twice <laughs> at this point entirely and yeah. I still don't have all these done, which is just absurd to me. But I do want to get done. I think I'm close enough at this point that I should just push them through it. I know that there's basically yeah. um, a way to grind it. There's, like, one enemy you can get to show up over and over and over again um, and just keep finding them. They'll give you tons of experience. And mm. that's basically the quickest way to get those um, the bond experience in order to get the skills, right? But yeah. I was I was just not having a good time grinding it on my original playthrough. That's why I decided to just play New Game Plus and play the whole game again. Because I'm like, I'm going to get farther in this and I'm going to at least have a slightly more enjoyable time. And yeah. I did have a slightly more enjoyable time. I just kind of hoped that maybe I would be done by now. <laughs> and I'm not. So um, that's still a factor. I, I think I could go for a triple if I really want to, I could play another new game plus, but that just seems a little too much. I might just stick on this one and, uh, you know, get as far as I can and see if I actually give up. Yeah, but I think because I... because of the difficulty you're playing on and how high level you are, do you think that isn't giving you as much XP as you would like? Um, I looked it up and the difficulty does not affect XP. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. Which is why I'm no. That's exactly why I'm playing on easy mode. Basically, I play <laughs> the entire original game on normal mode because yeah. I don't feel the need to put it on hard mode, hard mode, or easy mode when playing a game like that for okay. the first time. Um, yeah. And then once I had beaten the game, and my main focus at that point was platinuming the game. Um, at that point, even after I beat the Reaper, right? I it was after being the Reaper and everything when that was the last trophy I had besides starting New Game Plus because that was also a trophy. Um, that's when I turned it to easy because I looked up. I was like, okay, what's going to be the fastest way to complete this trophy? What's going to be yeah. the fastest way to get this all done? And that was the strategy they gave me. They said, go to easy mode because you're just kind of wasting <laughs> your time if you haven't on any higher difficulty because you don't get right. more experience from that. Okay, so I was like, cool. okay, then exactly, right? But like, obviously, <laughs> if I want to enjoy my time more, maybe going on Merciless. Like, if I want to do a third game, that might be fun to do on Merciless because I did try <laughs> Merciless because you actually need to open a new game plus in Merciless to get, there's one trophy for that um oh, but you okay. just have to open the game you don't have to play it oh, so that's cool. what a lot of people do is that they just open the game and then they go back and play easy mode which is what i did but i did fight that first fight the very first fight in the game i was level <laughs> 95 90 uh -huh. something way up there there's only you can only get to level 99 in this game and mm -hmm. i just died and i'm like are you serious <laughs> like the first battle, you just die. Like, I couldn't imagine how the rest of the game was going to go. And to be fair, <laughs> I was like, just... no. <laughs> yeah, and I probably would have been fine. I just, at that point, I was so used to mashing buttons that I just kept mashing buttons. And I'm like, okay, mashing yeah. buttons isn't going to work. Which is fine. Like, I appreciate that. But now I'm at a point where I almost just want to mash buttons to get through the rest of this yeah, game. Like, I did my time. I did my time yeah. with the strats and thinking and skills. But now I'm kind of like, I just want to get this last trophy. <laughs> I've beaten the game twice. Can you just give it to me? But yeah. anyway, so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, so I got to do uh, something really cool this week. And I participated in EVO online. Oh my gosh, that's right. Let's go. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Uh, I went 0-2 on every match. Uh, but... My, my biggest takeaway is that it's so much fun, more fun fighting people like 
in an actual like setting like that because like Absolutely. versus like versus fighting online where people are just super sweaty and they're just doing their metagaming and doing everything they can totally. to like beat you just just for ranking yeah. um but i it was neat because like i i, I went to owen two and it was a character that i hardly ever fight against and oh, so yeah yeah, and so I was just like, oh yeah, there's. I I kind of figured some some of what they were doing out, but it was kind of too late. But so I was just like, all right, like that's that's fair. Like the matchup experience, I'm, man. I'll yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like I'm not that experienced of a player anyway. Like I'm still a noob by a lot of standards. But, um, and then so I did that, and then the second fight in the losers bracket was was interesting because, so there was people that uh, I guess for whatever reason, they don't know that there's a loser's bracket or whatever. So there was a lot of people that were getting auto-DQ'd because there were no-shows. Oh, and... absolutely. Especially something like Evo. <laughs> that just happens. Those really big tournaments. Yeah. 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 And, and so I was just like, okay, like I'll just wait right here until I find somebody. And so I was actually <laughs> chatting with somebody in the Discord, and we we're like, hey, yeah, we're just chilling right here. And then the mods are like, hey, you know, if it... You know, if it keeps happening, you know, like, let us know. And we're like, and we're like, oh, it's cool. You know, like, we'll probably just find each other. And then my next opponent was that same person. Oh and so gosh, I was like, hey, wow. what up? <laughs> so That's so fun. Uh, though. Yeah, like, I ended up getting beat by them as well. But that fight was was more fun, I guess, because, like, there was actually things I was doing that, like, I was getting hits on them and punishes on them and stuff. Like, it was, to me, I was like, okay, like, I can actually kind of do this. So it was it was still very rewarding. And then even after like they pop back in the discord they're like hey like you know like gg you know like keep you know keep at it whatever so like i love the attitude of it like i'm sure there's people that are just super serious and get salty about things but like the overall just attitude to me like even watching it whenever it was like in vegas and stuff like there'd be aspects of it i'm like wow just the culture of it is so cool and that's kind of what got me into like actually finding something like that's how when i got into tekken was uh, i watched yeah. evo a couple years ago and i was just like yeah this is cool this is the one game i can play online like I, i've been playing guilty gear strive online too but like this this was like the first game that i was like okay i can actually do this so that's so cool it was it was a fun experience yeah it's like you're totally right though like i have that yeah. experience well of like when you're even if you're way worse than everybody else fighting someone in a game that you enjoy in a more competitive mm-hmm. environment, but not yeah. against people who are incredibly... Like, there are those people, right, who are just, like, so oh, serious yeah. and don't care about you at all. But, yeah. like, at least in my experience with Smash, I think it's similar with Tekken, is that there's everyone... Most people there are there to, to have fun, to get better, yeah. to meet people, and, yeah. you know, even the people who are there to win, like, they're not jerks about it. And mm-hmm. um, but I, I definitely feel that same feeling where it's like, even though I'm going 0-2 in these tournaments, I'm having a really fun time mm. um, because I'm, like, meeting these people and they're really cool and they're just like, oh, you're playing Yoshi or, like, oh, you're playing Isabel, that's so cool. Like, what about yeah. this? And it's it's way different than just fighting casually. Like, yeah, obviously and, fighting and, casually yeah. is fine, but it's, yeah. it's, it is a different experience for sure. Yeah, and you could see, like, where their skill is at and, like, where their knowledge is at. And, like, oh, like okay, like, they know what they're doing. They And it was, just, it was just fun to fight against somebody with, like, real knowledge and stuff like that. Absolutely. That's so cool. Yeah. And you could say, I competed in Evo. And <laughs> yeah, I can say that I fought in absolutely Evo, yeah. did not get last place because so many people DQ'd. So <laughs> yeah, I think I made it up to the quarterfinals in the loser's bracket because of that. <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, okay. Wow. 
Yeah, so that was fun. That's, that's um, very cool. Yeah, and then uh, so I I brought I bring up more Fortnite because uh, they brought more Street Fighter characters back into Fortnite. So sweet. Epic Epic has my money again. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. 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 So I, than, I've just been playing more Blizzard, than that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> better than Blizzard yeah. at this point. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about like the Diablo Immortal collection or like Overwatch Two now. Even like I don't even I know, know if I feel comfortable playing Overwatch right now because I'm just like eh, it's kind of dirty. Like I don't, I I don't feel like, right. I don't feel right yet. Mm-hmm. And that's really valid. Like I had a, I had a WoW account. I played with some people for a time, and then I kind of yeah. got distracted. And at this point, I'm like intentionally not really going back. <laughs> I'm just like right. no, I don't want to give more of my money. Uh, yeah. I'd rather not do that. Yeah, it so. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that's kind of what we've been up to in gaming. Um, I will move into the gaming news. And the first big thing is that Xbox has announced that they're doing a Gamescom presentation. This is that uh, convention they usually do in Germany. That's right, and, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to be all online again. Probably, um, but... yeah. Oh man, so, can you imagine yeah. when I think about Xbox? I I don't know. I want Master Chief and Smash. I feel like that's a. <laughs> they could yeah. just be like, oh look, at Xbox we got a Master Chief and he's. A, yeah, I don't they know. Totally that would could. be that would be a time to do it. That'd be for crazy. the for the last fighter too would be insane. I know. I mean, obviously, I have my wants and desires for the last character, yeah. but Master Chief would be very. That'd cool. be sweet. Um, yeah, and then now that I have Kazuya, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need any yeah. more characters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this, uh, so everybody's thinking that this presentation is going to highlight Halo Infinite and the release date of it. And yeah, like they they've put out that technical test recently, and it seems like people are very positive about like how the multiplayer is going to be. Totally. Because um, that's going to be free to play. Like you don't have to like. I mean, not only is it on Game Pass, but like. You don't have to subscribe to anything like to play that. You can just own so Xbox awesome. or PC. Yeah, that's just so, such like, a classic can... thing, like playing yeah. multiplayer. Like I don't play first-person shooters, right, but right. every once in a while, like I have friends who will be just like, "Let's play." Like, like we we always play local. Um, yeah. but that's just that's just a Local's fun time. where it all started. Yeah, yeah. honestly, you now it's grown and yeah, oh, people making games. their custom games and Halo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is like completely free to play. Like, I'm sure we'll get some game nights going on the Twitch channel and stuff. Like, it'll be huge. Totally. Um, so yeah, that's basically what they're thinking is is gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the release the release date uh, because they say they're close and they're gonna announce it soon. So yeah, uh, I think Gamescom is is in October, I believe. So they're gonna have to anyway because they say it's holiday 2021 and that's like November December. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's happening um and then the second piece of news is um there's a trailer a leaked trailer uh for a um duke nukem game an origin game i forget what it's called i think it was just called like duke nukem begins or something interesting (laughs) yeah um, not what i would think about but uh i'm trying to see if i can find the title oh yeah or it's called yeah it was called duke begins Duke begins. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, very, very fun title. But basically, it has so a lot of people like myself when they think Duke Nukem, they think the first person shooter. 
but it started off as like an old like PC game. It was like a side scroller like shooter thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so this looks like, uh, and they had third person shooters on N sixty four and stuff and PlayStation, but this actually looked looked really cool. I don't know necessarily what it was supposed to be for. I think it was like three sixty and PS three, but uh, it was like a. It was a younger looking Duke Nukem and he had more normal hair instead of like the flat top. Like there's definitely like a younger look to him. Yeah. But then like it has this shooter, this like third person shooter gameplay, like him like doing like executions on these aliens and there's like multiplayer, like there would have been like multiplayer co-op and stuff. Like Duke Nukem is very crass. Yeah. But like, you know, I think it's actually pretty cool. Like origin ideas Mm. like that too, because like, especially in an original game where your character is so like, strong and just like wreck and shop yeah, yeah it's kind of like a it's actually kind of a smart idea to go back to something like at origins and and you know sort of lead up like how did they get to this point like yeah. what experience did they have and um it makes it so like you don't just become absolutely overpowered in a sequel as well you know what i mean like i feel like it's yeah. always such a you know i i think about like persona 5 in Persona 5 yeah. uh, Strikers, how, like, you get so insanely powerful by the end of Persona 5 slash Persona 5 Royal, um, but none <laughs> that carries over into Strikers. Well, okay. I guess, okay, maybe that's a bad example. Because you do actually wreck way more shadows per minute than you do in the first game. Okay, so that's, that's a bad true. example. But, you know, I think people are trying to, I think I think you maybe understand what, I'm, what I mean. That there's a lot yeah. of sequels in which you're playing the same character, but for some, like, I think Mass Effect is a good example. I never played yeah. the Mass Effect series, but you go back to sort of more basic stuff, even though it doesn't make sense as a story to. Um, but then that can be addressed with things like origin stories, like with Duke, nu- Duke Nukem, because it's like, oh, you actually just are back to, you're back to square one. Or yeah. again, like being able to explore like what happened that made you, that put you in this position in the first place <laughs> yeah. or gave you this experience or, yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind yeah, of Yeah, cool. I guess origin stories aren't really something that's, like, totally, like, done a lot in gaming off the top of my head. Like, mm-hmm. when you start a game, it is the origin story in a lot of ways. Um, that is true, yeah. But, but it's uh, not always this, the case. This looks better than... So they had a Duke Nukem Forever game that came out on, like, 2011. And that one, that one was, like, in development hell for, like, 10 years or something oh, crazy. Gosh, or, like, something good. ridiculous. And so they finally finally released it, and it was bad. It was terrible. It was one of, like... After that many, after that long, it's always going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was not good. I remember playing it. So I was, like, as an old-school Duke Nukem fan, I was like, this this looked... This would have been good, I think. Or at least it looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, uh, yeah, a bit of nostalgia there. In, in a good way, though. Yeah. Um... And then this third piece of news is not surprising to me, but um, I guess recently it was announced that Hellblade Sinua Sacrifice is getting a next-gen upgrade, but with the caveat that that next-gen upgrade is only coming to the Xbox platforms and PC. Oh. What? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so... <laughs> My my instant thinking is that Ninja Theory is now an Xbox studio. Completely. <sighs> yeah, which, yeah, that'll make sense, but... That's a disappointment, though, for PlayStation owners and PS5 The owners. few PS5 owners out there, which happen to be both of us. <laughs> yeah. We are two of, like, 100. Not really, yeah. but you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's still yeah. a little bit sad. When you get... I mean, for one of those things where it's like, I feel like I truthfully i did always follow ps5 development more than 
Xbox, but I feel like PS5, like one of its biggest selling points are the graphics and, oh, and yeah. this whole next gen, like they owe everything. They're just like, look at how fast this loads. Look at how beautiful it is. Look how oh, smooth yeah. it is. And so it can be a little bit disheartening to see games that are going to do like a next gen type thing, but then not use the PS5 features. Yeah. It's a little disheartening because you're like, oh, that's why I got this PS5. Besides the exclusives, obviously. I mean, that's, I think, the number one reason people get the PS5. But still, it's like, ah, that experience. Yeah, I I played Devil May Cry 5 again recently a little bit on the PS5. And even that game, which already looked amazing, looks even more amazing and runs even better. So I'm just like, these upgrades are cool. Do you have the the special edition? Yes. Yep. I want the special edition. I've never played a Devil May Cry game, but I want... DMC five special edition, but I'm waiting yeah. until it goes on sale. Yeah, and it hasn't it, gone on sale yet. Yeah, I found it pre-owned at like GameStop. I, I it's one of those oh. things where I've been scouting for it for like the like the last couple months or so because I'm like when it when it drops or when it goes pre-owned, I'm gonna buy it. And then so I look into pre-owned. Was, yeah, I mean, some people like I've never had issues with pre-owned games like at all, like mm-hmm. uh, personally. But it was only like thirty bucks or something. Um, pre-owned yeah. and i don't know if that was because there was a sale too but um uh, yeah it was it's it's good though it was it looked beautiful and um but yeah this uh this hellblade thing like i could see it totally benefiting from an, a next gen upgrade mm-hmm. yeah like there, like when i got my ps5 there was so there was already games that had um next gen upgrades available for free yeah like no man's sky and other things like so that was a benefit to me of getting the PS5. It's like I have a huge, massive backlog that like they're they're still putting out free upgrades for games all the time now, which is um, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's a bummer, I guess, for PlayStation fans, but I'm also not surprised that uh, you know it's a, they're an Xbox studio now, so <laughs> they probably can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Makes sense, yeah. but I can still be salty. Oh yeah, I'm still allowed to be salty. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good game though too. I, either way, like it's still a good a good looking game for anybody that hasn't played Hellblade. It is very trippy and heady and just it's yep. yeah it's it's a ride. Um, so yeah, that is gaming news. Uh, so uh, we'll get into the movies then. Uh, have you watched any movies? Yeah, so I did watch a movie. Um, I watched Twilight. <laughs> cool (laughs) so uh i was at a bachelorette party and um i mentioned that i never really have watched twilight all the way through seriously i mean interesting yeah i had so many friends growing up who were obsessed with twilight um i literally remember yeah i remember uh back in like middle school when those books first came out and i had friends who were obsessed with the books and say this is the next big thing this is amazing it's so (laughs) so good like you have to read it i'm like i'm not interested um (laughs) but then yeah i mean it it was a whole crazy especially around here in washington everyone was visiting forks oh yeah i bet and i actually would love to visit forks but i i think probably now it's died down enough like they i think they're still depend on twilight for its tourism for a little bit <laughs> but uh i i think forks just looks gorgeous in general like it's just like it's just like, i, I want to go to that part of washington i've never actually been over there just by living here my whole life but right. that's besides the point um but just all that to say it was incredibly popular i think especially here in the seattle area just because oh, yeah. it was based around here but i never really seen any of them 
Um, at yeah. least I think I think back in like college we put it on, but then we got totally distracted and I just wasn't watching it. Right. Um. So I don't really count that. But this was the only time where like I sat down and I watched it and I like provided live commentary to my friends <laughs> who were all obsessed with the series. Um. It's such a weird movie. It's so weird. Yeah. Um. The movies especially it feels the the movies feel odd especially compared to the books because like I I read those books for for whatever reason I had friend, I think it was because I had friends that were reading them I only read yeah. like the first two but it's one of those things where it's like when you have the images of like how everything plays out in your head and when you finally see it on screen it's it's weird it's strange because uh, yeah it's like I've I've watched many like commentaries on it I've watched many yeah. videos about Twilight in the Twilight series but I just never actually set aside time to watch it in general so i was like okay let's mm-hmm. see how extreme those commentaries were like were they even accurate and truth i mean those some of the faces they make some of the things they say <laughs> some of the yeah. like it's 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 always in the small things that were really questionable to me like yeah. the smaller like the reactions or the faces they made at each other or made towards <laughs> each other yeah um were always so weird and then there's just plot points that just made no sense. And, of course, my friends who are obsessed with Twilight told me, like, oh, this didn't actually happen this way in the book. It happened this other yeah. way. And I'm like, oh. Honestly, by the end of the movie, I just wanted it to be a baseball movie. The baseball was the best part. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I was like, this That's is... That's almost like watching an anime. How, like, the actual... Yes! Like, the actual filler episode are sometimes the best ones. It is. <laughs> um, honestly, I think I would have enjoyed it way more if it was an anime because, like, the reactions would have made so much more sense. You know, now that you verbalized it. Yeah. It really is anime because, like, yeah. some of the, like, reactions and facial expressions and things that are done in anime, they do it because it is anime. It's, it's meant to be very extreme yeah. a lot of the times. It's meant to really show a point. Um, but for some reason, that just doesn't really work in live action. Yeah. You know? So my, um, my guess is that <laughs> also because the book was told from Bella's perspective. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that, if they had to, like maybe include some of those facial expressions or some of those reactions to, like, try to, like, maybe, like, match up to that. I don't really know. I yeah, have to watch it again. like, they explained to me how she... So, I don't know if people really care about spoilers in Twilight. Someone dies. <laughs> so. There's a yeah. dead body. She looks at this dead body and makes some sort of face, and then right after that, you see that she's typing on Google about, like, vampires. And you're like, <laughs> how did you... What? And then, of course, my friends are explaining, like, oh, it's incredibly unclear in the movie, but in the book, she somehow makes this connection from seeing the dead body to, to thinking that there's vampires in the area that potentially yes. was a vampire. Yes. And I'm like, that makes no sense! <laughs> Doesn't make any sense! Yeah. But, um, it's just, it's crazy, but yeah, it's also just really funny. Like, I still enjoyed my time watching Twilight, and I would like to watch the rest of them. Um, they're they're actually way. not too terrible like i feel like i like the second one more especially because like that's about the werewolves and that's like i'm on i'm more of the team jacob side more just team in ja- general oh my gosh. over over like team just, just team jacob in in between vampires and werewolves like i i want more things with werewolves instead of werewolves vampires. are pretty cool yeah i agree um yeah and then the budget gets better like this one felt very much like a um like an independent movie almost. Yeah, which is so which strange. I like but, that, but you're you're yeah. totally right. Um but yeah. They they get better, I think. Um uh, that's when they started doing the part two trend, I think. Whenever like the Breaking Dawn yes. split into two. 
Yes, they talked about that, or we, mm-hmm. or my friends and I, because we also talked, you know, Harry Potter, the last one getting split into two, then, you know, mm-hmm. later on, The Hobbit got split into three, and you're just like, yeah. oh my gosh, Divergent, I think, was trying to do that too, but then they just never made it. I don't yeah, think they ever made the last didn't one. Yeah, well. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Anyway. That, that's cool. <laughs> that was, it was a fun time. I really liked the shots of Washington because it really showed how beautiful Washington is. Um, That's cool. You had that extra connection with it. Totally. Yeah. Um, and overall, overall, yeah, I enjoyed my time, but I think it was really an anime. It was meant for to be an anime this whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What uh, movies did you watch? Okay. So I watched a couple new ones. Um, I'll talk about Suicide Squad first. Sweet. Uh, okay. How was that? That was really good. Uh, That's awesome. It's not like the like most greatest like plot or anything, but the actors and the characters were so good. Uh, like watching uh, John Cena and Idris Elba play off of each other because like they're actually not too different in terms of like what they do. They literally mm-hmm. make a joke in the movie at some point about like, oh yeah, like he uh, Amanda Waller says something and then and then uh, I think Bloodsport or. Uh, yeah even Bloodsport was like you literally just said that's what i do like how is that any different you know like (laughs) (laughs) um that's just like one of the like hundreds of like lines that like are in that movie just the acting is so good i'm not gonna like there there are a ton of characters in it i'm not gonna spoil how they do that um but it's just like okay like they definitely they definitely kill uh, a lot of (laughs) a lot of them um but it's it's so good. King Shark is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, th- there were parts of that movie where I'm like, I wonder if they did their own stunts. And I, later I found out that there was a particular part that Margot Robbie did, that ha- and I was wondering if she actually did that. And sure enough, like she did. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like I was like, she's done enough of these movies now where she probably is able to do her own stunts and things. Yeah, she really um, is. She loves yeah. Harley Quinn. She really is Harley Quinn and all this. Yeah. And it's not now. it's not a Harley Quinn show basically. Yeah. Like it, they actually made the movie without putting too much focus on Harley Quinn and who she is. Like which is crazy and impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah. It was good. Uh, it's definitely worth it. I I ended up watching it on HBO Max, which it sounds like we didn't put this in the news, but apparently it it did well like the first night and just kind of like it's still number one in the box office but i think uh, the combination of hbo max and the delta covid um Mm -hmm. put the numbers really low um but uh yeah suicide squad is worth it and there's definitely violence um there is some full frontal nudity which is like male nudity which it's there just for the sake of being there which is stupid i'm like you didn't need to do that um (laughs) yeah but oh. I was just like, yeah, I was, I figured I'd, I needed to warn people about that. Cause it's just, it's just there. Um, That's good to know. yeah, but it's, it's good if you can handle violence and stuff like that. And if you can, if you're okay with watching that sort of thing, uh, James Gunn is just like that, that dude made a good movie. <laughs> good. I'm glad it went well. I mean, I'm glad it was the movie. Yeah. There was so much, uh, hype and expectation after the Suicide Squad, right? Oh yeah. man. It's good to see that. That squad redeemed somewhat. Yes, very much. Yeah. Um, and so the next movie that I watched, I actually did go to see this in theaters because there was no way 
to see it anywhere else. Like they specifically pushed back the Green Knight is is what I saw. They specifically oh, pushed yeah. it back. Uh, it was supposed to premiere during SSXSW, uh, uh, South by Southwest. Uh, it was supposed to premiere there last year, and uh, they delayed it because they didn't want to put it on any streaming platforms. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the theater and watch it. It looks cool. It's uh, from A24. They do a lot of trippy, like, independent oh, totally. crazy movies. Absolutely. They did, like... The Lighthouse, Midsummer. Hereditary. I was gonna say Midsummer. I know that's, uh, that's H24. Like Ex Machina and stuff like that. They do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, so I, I watched it and it was it was pretty good for like A24 standards. I'm like, okay, like there's a reason they picked up this movie because it's got their brand on it. Um, it's very slow and somber and it's got that tone. Um, there were parts of it where just like. For some reason, when they shot the movie, it was just so dark. Like, they did oh. some, like, lighting things. But, like, you, they could have easily, like, heightened up the exposure a little bit or maybe did something with the contrast that's, that, like... That's like when I was weird. watching Loki. There were just so many shots in Loki that were so hard to see because it was visually just really dark. And I was just like, yeah. can we, can we, like, Daniel and I had to turn up the <laughs> brightness on our TV as bright as we could get it just so we could watch Loki. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it was really so th- annoying. <laughs> this has a lot of that. Oh. Uh, uh, there like were that. things, like, with the lighting that were, that were cool because, like, I could, they were trying to use natural light. And I'm like, yeah. okay. That's cool and all, but I can barely see. <laughs> I can barely see what else is going on in the shot. Um, Dang. So I, I wish that was better. Um, the the it it is slow, and there are some parts that are kind of like not confusing, but just kind of heavy scratching your head. But the end of it, the end of the movie makes the slow journey worth it. Uh, it the the build up like in the the like the end chunk of it was was totally worth it. Um, I can't recommend it to a lot of people because it's not for the average moviegoer. But I think if anybody, I think if anybody is really into those A twenty four movies, they are going to get I think what what they expect out of it. Totally. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was it was worth it. Um, yeah. So let's get into the movie news. Sweet. Uh, we got a couple things. Uh, I do want to start off with probably, I, I would argue, maybe our smallest news, which um, yeah. has to do with the Super Mario Bros. film. Yeah. Um, so Sebastian Maniscalco, uh is confirmed to be an actor in Super Mario Bros. And he finally confirmed who he's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be playing a character named Spike, who supposedly yeah. he described as the boss of uh, Mario and... Luigi, which is super funny. I don't yeah. think he... Spike is actually someone that came from the... I guess he... I mean, okay, the argument is that back in Wrecking Crew, when yeah. Mario and Luigi were part of a crew, um, they yeah. had a boss, so it could sort of harken back to that, or they could be doing something entirely different, just like, oh, you're plumber, so you need a boss, you know? like That, that I seems guess... oddly specific to name it that character, though. So, like, I think that's a... If, if that's what they're doing, that is a very deep cut, because Wrecking Crew is just a really old game. Totally. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, this article just says that he didn't confirm that it's the same, that right. it's Spike from Wet Wrecking Crew or anything like that, but um, given... The character's name is Foreman Spike and Wrecking Crew, and given it's Marlon Luigi, probably, 
probably, but it could also yeah. be one of those things where they just like throw it as, an, as a reference or, yeah. you know, they've done that before, like especially Marvel movies, uh, which we'll get to in a second, um, yeah. where they'll like throw in random characters that have the name of other characters, but they actually mm-hmm. aren't like that character, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and Miyamoto's directly involved with it, so I'm sure if they had an idea, Miyamoto was like, oh, well, they actually do have a boss in something, so... I'm hoping yeah. maybe it is it is there for a reason. They aren't just always they are, they weren't always just running around doing whatever, <laughs> rescuing the princess. They had a job yeah. at one point, and they gotta <laughs> do their job. They gotta make that money like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we got that, but uh, I mentioned Marvel, so let's talk about Marvel. Um, so this is more Disney being Disney, and yes, this is specifically <laughs> talking about Marvel Studios, but it's all under Disney at this point. So it really is Disney. Um, it was basically revealed that Marvel only pays $5,000 to their comic creators, um, in their stories, which is crazy because even on a smaller scale, you may think like, oh, $5,000, that's kind of like on a very tiny scale. Like if this was like indie developers or something, 5,000, that's one thing, but, (laughs) but $5,000 is, yeah. Actually, not that much money, it's, and especially it's like it's like just on a blanket level, on an yeah. average level, it's not much. But now, but when you bring in the fact that this is literally Disney and this is literally Disney's direction, that yeah. makes it a whole lot worse because Disney essentially has a monopoly at this point, right? Like they have yep. so much money, they own all of Marvel, and for some reason, their creators who create their these characters and stories who we all know and love. Like, obviously, they get yeah. tweaked a bit for when we watch them in the movies, but they're the ones who create these characters. They're yeah. the ones who create these stories, and they're not getting really much credit, slash they're just not getting paid for their for what they've done. Um, they get so $5,000 and an invite to the premiere. <laughs> yeah, which, like, of course, an invite to the premiere. They could watch the yeah. movie on their own if they wanted to. Like, that's essentially just paying for a... Uh, it's so stupid yeah. and it's so it's like, like hey let's also buy your movie ticket <laughs> i saw i don't know if it's 100 percent true um and unfortunately i don't remember his name but i saw uh with this news there was this tweet that was going viral about the creator of rocket raccoon um who created different uh, other characters but like one of the most uh famous there was with rocket some raccoon. news about i don't know if it was him specifically but i remember there was one of the creators uh I don't know if it was a few years ago, a few months, mo- a few months ago, but I do mm-hmm. remember somebody actually saying something about yeah, like, but going to see that. Yeah, supposedly he. I forget what happened. If it was an injury or an accident or um, an illness, but he ended up having to go to the hospital, and he still had like his brother set up a GoFundMe for his medical bills. And it's oh just one of those gosh. things where it's just like. Yeah. They would have been fine if Disney pro- properly paid them. Like. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, or, but yeah. no. If they just paid for their bills, like, that'd be cool. It's obscene that these people who create these stories and characters, they're just getting shafted. They're just getting, they're getting exploited. This is what exploitation looks like, where they're getting their ideas taken from them for a measly $5,000, and Disney is making millions and billions off of them. Like, so much freaking money. We do not need to talk about how much money every marvel movie that comes out makes every like or the marvel the the cinematic users universe in general like i don't want to even think about how much money that's made them (laughs) and the fact that they don't even pay their creators yeah is so dumb like i mean i mean yeah (sighs) we talked about it last week a little bit with i mean like with scarlett johansson like she has money but they have they do have money that you know that was hers so it's like yeah so much money that scarlett johansson 
Emma Stone. Yeah. It's one of those things where you yeah. you can kind of I I understand people were like oh like those big name actors actresses they don't yeah. need more money why are they trying to get more money out of Disney? Um, we already talked about our thoughts yeah. there, but these are comic creators. Like they're royalties, not, man. They need yeah, royalties. Yeah, they need royalties. And they're not really going to make that... Like, just given how comics are right now, they're not going to be yeah. making nearly as much money as they should be getting from Disney. As they should mm-hmm. be getting from these from these things. So, that is just... I don't know. That's crazy to me. I mean... Ugh. It's so disappointing. Yeah. It's so absurd. Like, uh, at this point... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we got some sort of, like, comic strike... Uh, but I saw point, that, and I'm know. like, we yeah. gotta talk about this on the podcast because this is this is what we do. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. There's no defenses here. There's no defense. Yeah. Disney has so much money. Five thousand dollars is not that much. That's enough to pay for like some rent. It's enough to pay for maybe a month's rent or two. That's not even depending uh, on where you're living. That's that not is even anywhere it. near of the price of a car. Like yeah, like. Man. I would think, I would have thought each creator of any major character or story would get, like, at least, I don't know. I guess Some I don't know how to ballpark percentage. it. Yeah. yeah, percent makes a lot of sense. Like, again, if, yeah. their, if their movie doesn't do as well with that character, yeah, sure, maybe they won't get as much money, but $5,000, yeah. man, that is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, it's so upsetting. Um mm-hmm. But anyway, that's the depressing Disney news. We love capitalism. We love to see it. By love to see, I mean, I, I absolutely hate it. But, you know, we, we already know the story. Yeah. Just another reason to get mad at Disney and Marvel, even though we all continue to give them money. At least we, can ex- we, we should hope that our money that we're giving to them is funding down to the creators, right? Yep. That's what we want to support. We want to support the creators, so... The yeah. fact that that's not happening is really disappointing. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, last movie news that we have, um, something a little bit, I think, more exciting, a little bit more um, something to look forward to. So we got mm. a trailer for a Witcher anime movie. Not just animated movie, it is an anime movie. Um, it's Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't feature Gerald. This is about a different Witcher entirely. Yeah. Um, I believe it's an original story, um, but I might I, be wrong. I, it's uh, it's based on uh, Vesemir, uh, which is his, like, mentor. Yeah, uh, okay. In, in, the, in the show, that. I think it, in the show, in the, the games, yeah. Yeah. But it looks really, it looks really cool. It's this very, very similar animation. Uh, well, it seems similar to me to, like, Castlevania. It kind of looks yeah. like that. Because it's Netflix. This is a Netflix mm-hmm. um movie and so a lot of the same yeah. animation there but they're I love already the hitting on the the traditional animation like i love how there's all these companies that are going after 3d animation yeah but then there's netflix that's doing like the regular 2d animation netflix like, knows that. the secret they yeah they understand how much we've all been craving for 2d animation and anime yep. it, like yeah. i think netflix has actually done a very amazing job introducing animated people because yep. there's just regular people out there. They don't have Crunchyroll. They don't have Funimation. We'll talk more about that later. Um, they don't have any of those things. They just have Netflix. They just have a Netflix account. There's but then, so much anime on Netflix, too. They Yeah, and part of it, too, is that they got Avatar Last Airbender, which is very much a gateway animation to anime. Yep. It is not anime in itself. But if you like Avatar Last Airbender, odds are you're going to like anime. Like, it's a very yep. similar 
thing, right? So I think it's done a really, really cool, like, uh, you know, there's been people who just love Castlevania, and then they're like, oh, let's watch this anime that's Castlevania, and now all of a sudden they're interested in anime. I think it's a very similar thing with Witcher. Obviously, they had their Witcher show that was incredibly successful. That's still going on, obviously. And I think a lot of those fans are going to be watching Nightmare of the Wolf and maybe starting to respect anime more, like anime more, get more into that. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool. I think 2D animation, especially anime, is just so awesome. And I really love seeing more of it being made, especially yeah. for things like this, where it's like, this is Witcher. Like, yeah. this is something that we're so used to seeing um, either as a book or seeing either as a, a video game or the live action show. But I just love seeing it animated because it fits so perfectly. It is a it's fantasy a world. Now. It is dark. It is bloody. It's gory. Um, but it fits so perfectly it's one of those things where it's like i'm not super interested in the show personally but that's because i'm also not super interested in the games personally i tried it and i just it just wasn't really my thing which is weird because it checks a lot of boxes for me that i would think would be my thing but it just ended up being a little a little too much or something like that but this is something where it's like it's just far enough away from those stories that have already been told um, but it's being presented in a new style that m- feels, again, very fresh and new. Um, at least that's sort of the vibes I was getting from the trailer. So mm-hmm. I will probably check it out. And again, it's it's a movie. It's not like a new show, like Castlevania yeah. is a show. So there's a little bit less commitment there. Um, but I'm excited for that. It yeah, is, it's, cool. it's cool. It might get people into the actual show, too. If they exactly. Totally. I'm like, you know, if I like this movie, maybe I will watch the show. Who knows? But um, <laughs> yeah, I just think it's cool that they're they're finally sort of making this jump away from Geralt, um, which Geralt's a very cool character. Even I will admit yeah. that he's very cool. I like him a lot. Um, but it's cool that they're just like, yeah, here's this really f- well fleshed out world with all this lore and all these things. Let's sort of focus on a different character. Let's focus on a different story and kind of see where that mm-hmm. goes. Um so yeah yeah that's exciting that's our movie news let's move on to uh tv i haven't watched any new shows but have you watched any shows uh i watched i haven't watched enough of it yet but um i started picking up dc's titans again oh cool um yeah because season three is coming out i think this week actually um i'm still on season one um but i'm finishing up to where i think it's it's wrapping up um mm-hmm. but uh there i was i restarted on this really cool episode because there's this couple uh these he- couple of heroes called hawk and dove and uh so they kind of go into their origin story they're like a husband and wife and their origin story was was so cool i was like that the show is kind of odd just because of like the decisions and the and the direction they go with like a lot of everybody's favorite titans Mm-hmm. But like to me, like their their origin story was so well written, and like I connected, uh, I was able to like connect with it the way you know, like it shows like how they met and things like that, and nice. how they got into the hero business, and it was it's super well written. So I was like, ooh, like I I need to keep watching this. Uh, I am gonna try to catch up to season three at some point because they are. It sounds like the the, the more they progress, is, even in season two, it sounds like they're getting closer and closer to like what fans want from it and mm-hmm. the red hood is going to be in season three and i think we've talked about that in the past couple of months yeah so. let's go yeah i don't have much much else to say but i'm it's like i had to find another show to really get into because like i finished 
I mean, I'm still watching Naruto, but like I finished a bunch of the other like shows that I've been watching. So it, mm-hmm. was, I, it was time to find a new one, and so this was it. Yeah, I need to yeah. start watching a new show because I'm done with Haikyuu, <laughs> and I'm like, I, it's just oh, a matter nice. of what show at this point. And and the Naruto has been going good too. Uh, I'll mention Naruto since since I've been still watching that. I'm I'm at the the preliminary like of stage tr- stage three the tuning exams when they all oh, fight yeah. in that little arena. Uh, and so that's been cool. Like that's like all Naruto. That's like initial like before shipping in and stuff. So yeah, totally. Yeah, the OG. Yeah, so, so that's been pretty pretty nostalgic. <clears throat> but that's that's kind of all I've been watching. Sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Well, since Cody is not joining us today, uh, I'll be taking over the TV news. Um, cool. So we got a couple of things. Um, so I'm going to once again kind of go from what I deem as least exciting and interesting to most. Yeah. Um, so I think we did mention the Wednesday show that's coming onto Netflix. That is the yeah. uh, sort of Adam's Family type show. Um, show, not movie, again. Uh, but we got some announcements about actors who are going to be in mm-hmm. it. So we have Catherine Zeta-Jones, um, who will be Morica. Sorry. Morticia. Morticia. Freaking, every time I see her name, I'm like, I don't know how to say that. Adams. Um, <laughs> Louis Guzman um, is going to be Gomez Adams. So we got some pretty stellar actors already um, yeah. sort of taking up the Adams couple. Yeah, uh, so I'm, that's I'm not a huge cool. Adams Family like person like those i think those yeah. movies came out they came out kind of even beyond my time i think um but like with Luis guzman and Catherine zeta jones i think that's they're gonna be fun to watch i think because uh, they're very big names and so i think no like, for sure yeah that that that's what'll have me interested in watching it yeah it's like it's clear that they're gonna try to be putting a lot of money into this for getting mm-hmm. some pretty big name actors. So that's yeah. cool. I, I'm sort of the same way. I'm not really interested in Adam's Family. I think I've seen the movie once in my life and I don't remember mm-hmm. any of it. Yeah, it's so... one of those movies that pops up on TV and like I'll watch a few minutes of it on TV and that's it. Yeah, but I understand there's very much like a cult following. There's some people who really, really love it. And oh, I... Yeah. Okay, did that movie already come out? They were they were making a movie of it. like an the, the animated, animated one? So they're even... actually there's yeah. a second one coming out already. What the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think That's it was another much. illumination thing too. I know. Um, I just I didn't know <laughs> if it was actually good or not. I assume I it don't wasn't. think it's a. I don't think so. I mean, like I, I think it was one of those things where like, I'm sure it was fine, but yeah. Illumination I, I, just <laughs> it's a hit or miss. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of them are misses in my yep. experience of Illumination. So anyway, no, but this is this is obviously a live action Wednesdays, uh, very separate. I think it's a spinoff, mm-hmm. so we don't. That's there's no connection to Illumination there. I'm just that's what I thought of. So yeah. For some reason, the Adams Family is the next franchise to get pulled from the grave and um, be <laughs> exploited for money. So that's great. Love it's Hollywood. Themed. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what's going for there. Um, speaking yeah. of horror, uh, something that I actually am excited about, Stranger Things Season 4. We've seen yeah. so many like, little teasers, little we things. We finally know some things. <laughs> It'll be coming in 2022. Man, so Thanksgiving, probably not. Probably not Thanksgiving at this Man, point. What if it Maybe ends up Easter. being late 2022? Like... It could be. That's true. But I'm I just excited. I want it sooner, though. 
Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just excited that they finally announced something. And though we don't have a hard date yet, but we do have a year, and I'm grateful for that because it's been so long, mm-hmm. and I just want it. <laughs> I want it now. So yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I forget how much I love that show. Um, it's so good, and th- because it just hasn't been out in so long, and then finally, yeah. like, it's gonna be out again, and that's gonna be really fun. So. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, yeah. And then finally, I sort of toyed, uh, I mentioned this a little bit, Funimation and Crunchyroll. So Funimation actually has bought out Crunchyroll. They That's are becoming huge. one and the same. So it's uh, it's all a big Sony, Sony animation. Probably they're going to have like a Sony animation streaming service is what I would imagine. Gosh, um, that'd be weird. Yeah, I guess I don't... I, I guess I don't know exactly how it's going to look, but I would imagine, I mean, there there doesn't seem any reason for them to so, have Funimation and Crunchyroll still separate at this point. You know? I, f- I find it weird because Crunchyroll has a section on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, you're right. Um, I, I don't know what, what they're going to do with yeah. that. Um, but I'm, like... I'm a little annoyed simply because I had a Funimation account for a while and then I gave it up <laughs> and switched to Crunchyroll. So I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, if only yeah. I had waited. <laughs> and, and then it gets weird because like Crunchyroll has things that Funimation doesn't and vice versa. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's on Crunchyroll. Like the only way I was able to watch Jujutsu Kaisen was because they had it on HBO Max because of Crunchyroll. So yeah, it's that's just, true. I wonder if they're going to like merge or if Crunchyroll is going to be like absorbed into Funimation. I wonder. Um, it's yeah. it's interesting how, you know, we were we were getting from this point of we started with streaming services where it was just like Netflix and Hulu and a couple things where it was way mm-hmm. cheaper to just get a couple of those and then yep. over cable. It still kind of is that way, but now we're at this point where there's so many streaming services, it's kind of hard to pick and choose, especially when you're like, yep. oh, well, I want something like anime. Do I choose Funimation or Crunchyroll? I have to look at their selection and choose one yeah. or the other. Then Netflix also has some, you know, and Hulu has some as well. Yep. But maybe Amazon we are... a few too. Yeah, maybe, maybe we're finally entering this era in which they're combining again. They're they're combining back into something that is yeah. you could just get one thing of and not just multiple things, which I... To be honest, I'm on board with. I'm. Yeah. I think it makes sense to, to even if you have to pay a little bit more to have yeah. way more selection and not have to look at two different places for your anime. Um, yeah, Funimation is very inexpensive as it is too, and I believe Crunchyroll mm-hmm. is as well. So like, yeah, they're both pretty cheap. Instead of the five or six bucks, like if it was ten, just to have both together, I would pay it. Yeah, I think it makes yeah. sense. Um, because then, yep, you have one place to go, and you don't have to worry. Um, about that, and I don't know, like, I, it makes sense to me, um, it kind of just makes me wonder if, like, that's gonna happen with any other streaming services, but then again, a lot of streaming services are very much tied to, I don't know, a greater thing, like Disney Plus, yeah. obviously, Disney is not gonna, yep. Fox at least has Disney, some of their stuff in there now, because they own, <laughs> Disney might yeah. be buying, but they won't be bought out, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Netflix has very much their audience, um, yeah. Amazon Prime is kind of its own thing, right? Because it's all tied in with Amazon. But I don't know. I just think it's yeah. interesting that we're um, potentially entering into this new era of streaming where, where um, they're going to keep buying each other out, sort of combining in like mm-hmm. ways. And so you get to a point where you do just have one streaming service for anime, one streaming service for 
one type of genre, another type of genre. Already HBO Max, yeah. like you can already find like a very yeah, specific. Yeah, HBO Max has all kinds of stuff together now. Yeah, so um, I don't know. It's interesting. I think overall this is good news. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, this is just regarding anime for the most part, and animations in general, obviously, for Funimation, yeah. it's more than just purely anime, but um, a lot of people get it for anime. But uh, mm-hmm. I think it's overall good news, but yeah. I understand that, you know, companies buying out other companies or streaming services buying out other streaming services can be a little bit nerve-wracking, can yeah. be a little bit questionable, <laughs> like, oh, what's going to happen? We guess we yeah. don't really know what's going to happen, because who knows, maybe... Maybe we're wrong. Maybe they're just gonna combine both. And be like, okay, now we own all the anime, and now you have to you fifteen bucks a month, that sort of thing. Oof. Which is like, ugh, yeah. that'd be really annoying. But yeah, they could get possible. scummy about it. Yeah, I I do wish that the Funimation apps were better too. They're actually not that great most of the time. I agree. I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of issues with the Funimation app. No, for sure. I even had some issues with the Crunchyroll app, but who knows? Mm. Maybe if they're combined, they're going to spend more time making it better. Yeah, yeah. That'd be 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 awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, That is all of our TV news. Cool. Um, I think that is about it. Are you geeking out about anything else? Um, I am not geeking out about anything else. What about you? Uh, Not me either. I think we've hit everything that I was into so sweet that's going to be it for this week's episode um where can they find you at you can find me on twitter at the shellshock 24 you can also find me still streaming omori on tuesdays twitch.tv slash geeks and grace i think i'm getting close to the end of that game but then again i say that every week (laughs) that's that's how it was with judgment Yeah, it's hard it took, to tell sometimes. You're it just took like, me I six think... months to beat that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so misleading. I'm just like, I think I'm near yeah. the end. I think I'm near the end. And then they open an entire new section. I'm like, what the heck? So I yep. guess we'll see. Yeah, cool. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. Also streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. I have no idea what I'm going to be playing uh, at, the, at the moment. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, with that... Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!